How you doing there? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Chavez, Daf Twenty Two of Masech Kenadarim, friends. Um, well, uh, well, Daf Twenty Two. Uh, well, we already did like a whole bunch of it yesterday, right? I think I can't remember what's what anymore. I'm pretty sure. I hope we're starting in the right place. I think we did like basically Chav Bezim and Alf already. So we can do Chav Bezim and Bez, and I think we'll also do a whole bunch of Chav Gimel to get to the Mishnah there. I think. I mean. The Dharm's like a funny Masechta. I don't know. <laughs> like, like the Dabs don't like take that long. So it's just like, well, if there's a good stopping point, like one Umud into the next Umud, like, why don't we just spend another five or ten minutes and just get there? I don't know. That's like been my thing. Has that been working out okay for like us? Okay. Um, we're going to start on Um, so yeah, like three, four lines before it gets wide. So. Yeah, we talked today about like stuff like um, anger. I guess is that are you guys into anger? What's your opinion on anger? You into it? You like it? You do it? Well, we'll learn about it a little, a little bit today. We talk about like Pesachs for Neder, so you know, fun fun things. And, um, all right, let's do it. So about three four lines before it gets wide. Amr of Shmobar Nachmani, Amr of Yonasin Kolakois, or a fellow who gets upset. <laughs> All types of hell rule over him. Think about that the next time you get upset. The Pesach Okay? They remove anger from your heart and evil from your flesh. And evil is hell. That everything that the Ebershah does is for his uh, sake and also in Nudnik for the day of evil, which is hell. Not only that, Ella Shatach Yikes. And if hell does <laughs> Well if hell if hell doesn't scare you or prevent you from getting angry, well then hemorrhoids will Shatach Tonio Shaltusbo that um if uh, if you get upset, so then uh, hemorrhoids. Shenemos, the pasuk says, "Vanasa neshem lecha sham leiragos." That the Eibush will give you dart in 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 the exile, um, a a uh, angry heart, the chayon inayim, and some eye stuff. V'dayvo nefesh, Eizu davish mechalas inayim madivus nefesh. What's the thing that like does eye stuff and makes you all madivus nefeshi? Havayom reilo tachtonios. That's uh, hemorrhoids. Uh, so Ula, when he was making Aliyah to Eretz Yisrael, his labulei train b'nei Chozai Bahadei. So uh, accompanying him, uh, his travel buddies, uh, were uh, these two people of Choseins. Um, one of these Choseins uh, slaughtered the other one. He killed him, murdered him. And then after killing his fellow, is is uh, uh, yeah the other guy, he turns to Ula and he says, "No, so did I do a good job?" Ula says to him, "In yeah, he did a great job." Why don't you open up the uh, incision that you made so that he dies faster? Now, when Ula then came to Biochman, now. Ula, of course, didn't do that because he was a murderer. Ula did that because he was scared for his own life. I can't imagine being Ula in that situation. He's traveling with these two fellows. One of them, Pashit, murders the other one in cold blood, turns to Ula and says, did I do a good job? <laughs> Ula's thinking, well, if I say he didn't do a good job, I'm next. So he said, yeah, yeah, you did a great job. And uh, 
Just why don't you do a better job and kill him quicker? So now um, he comes to Rabbi Yochanan and Eretz Yisrael. He says to Rabbi Yochanan, "Chas v'shalom, achziki yedei over aver." It's possible that I kind of was a conspirator in that. In that, um, I like sort of, in some, I guess, in some ways, like uh, supported him. I guess. Now, Amalei Nafshach Yitzata. So Rabbi Yochanan says, "No, you saved your own life by uh, telling him what he wanted to hear." Said he won't kill you next. Kotama Rabbi Yochanan. The only thing is that Rabbi Yochanan didn't understand is that that the pasuk when it says I'll give you a, a an angry heart that's in Babylonia in this place how people don't have evil hearts and kill each other in Eretz Yisrael. So So Ula says yeah, but at the point when this happened at the time that this happened we had not yet crossed over into Eretz Yisrael. We're still in Babylonia, which explains why. Uh, these uh, fellows were um, acting the way that they were acting, or why this guy killed the other guy. I'm Rabbi Babachana. Says Rabbi Babachana, "Call a koyis. A fellow gets upset. I feel ushchino ene chshuva kenegdo. Even uh, um, the divine presence is uh, insignificant to him." Shneimer, as the pasuk says, "Rosha kigoy ve'apoy." When a when a nudnik is very very upset, by yidrosh, um, he doesn't. Uh, uh, look into anything in Elokim Komazimosim and he doesn't even think about God um, in what he's thinking about. Rabbi Yomim Midifti Omar says Rabbi Yomim Midifti Mishakeach Tamudo a fellow gets upset he forgets his learning Umosib Tipshus and he becomes uh, silly. Shanema Azabazuk says Ki Kaas Bechiksil Mianuch that anger is in the bosom of the fools of the silly of the city, silly hearty Yanuach it rests Uchsiv and it says Uchsil Yifosivelis and a um, uh, a fool will uh, be foolish. Rav Nachman by Yitzchak Amar says Rav Nachman by Yitzchak Yedosh of Anosav Rubim Mitzchiyosa that a fellow gets a fellow gets upset then clearly he has more sins than merits. Shneimer as the pasuk says Valchema Rab Pasha that a fellow gets upset he's a sinner. Amavada Rav Chanina Umlei Chato Yisrael that if not for the fact that the Yidden sinned Lo Nita Loim Elach Hamishuchum Shetor if the wait what yeah. Okay, right. If not for the fact that the that the Yidin sinned, so then all they would need is the five books of Moses. They wouldn't need all the prophets like rebuking them and stuff. The Sefer Yoshua Bavad, as well as Sefer Yoshua Sheer Koshel Eretz Yisrael, because that's where they like measure out Eretz Yisrael and say who gets gets what. Um, so my time, Kibov Chochma Rov Kos, because when you get upset and you sin, then you need more uh, guidance, and that's why we have all these uh, prophets and stuff to provide guidance because. We uh, dropped the ball one too many times. Amar Basi and his cock in the local Israel. Oh, so it says Basi that we don't, um, you know, attend to shivuis. Uh, that if right, like if you swear, if you make an oath in God's name, so we don't uh, go to undo those. Chutz, the exception being mikonim ishti nenesli, that if he, I guess, makes a oath, that his uh, wife shouldn't get any benefit from him. And he says why? Because she stole my wallet. And she hit my child. And then it turns out though that actually it's not true. That she didn't uh, steal anything. And she didn't strike the child. So in that case, so um, there are kind of two things. A, one of them is like Shalom bias, And the other one is that it turned out to be untrue. So in that case, you can kind of reverse that oath. Uh, a certain uh, woman came before Rav Asi, Omar La, and Rav Asi said to her, 
you know, tell me about this oath or the nether, whatever, like tell me more. So Amr Leh, and she says to him, Beloke Yisrael, that I, I, it was an oath by the God of Israel. On my law, so he says to her, if you would have made a, 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 a nether b'mohi, which we learned the other day is like a kinui for an oath, but it's a sort of a kinui, an equivalent term, but not Beloke Yisrael, so I could have helped you. But you didn't say, right, but by the God of Israel, there's nothing I can do for you. Rav Kahana visited the house of Yosef. So Yosef says to Rav Kahana, no, Oedipus. Rav Kahana responds, no, by, by the God of all, by the master of all, I'm not going to eat anything. So Rav Yosef responds to Afkana, Lo marikula, lo Okay, well then, I, you know, he responds, retorts with a sort of oath of his own that by the master of all, you shall not eat anything. So I understand why Rav Kahana had sort of made this oath because he was basically saying, okay, I'm making an oath that I'm not going to eat anything. Rav Yosef, am I Omer lo marikula? Why did Rav Yosef need to make like a a sort of um, uh, uh, like the, a, a uh, symmetrical oath? Like what, what's he's accomplish? What's he accomplishing by making this oath? Right? Rav Kana made like an oath that he's not going to eat, and then Rav Yosef like made an oath back that Rav Kana is not going to eat. Like what did he accomplish? So Achiu de Kamale, or Rav Yosef was saying was Lomari Kula who de Kamale. Yeah, you said that uh, you that you're making an oath. That you're not going to eat, that, uh, you know, so that oath is, is, is valid, right? And therefore do not, um, you, therefore don't eat anything because you have just made this oath. Says Rav in the name of Rav Nachman, the Allah is, posting Bacharata, right? Yesterday we saw Machlokas about, um, do we allow somebody to, um, Sort of regret having made a a vow. So says says Rava in the name of uh, Rav Nachman that yes, poskim b'charoto. We if somebody regrets that they made a vow, so that's enough to annul it. And it's kach in the local Israel, and we can um, sort of annul uh, oaths to the God of Israel. Mishtavach le Rava le Rav Nachman Rav Schora. That, uh, so Rave was praising Rav Schorah to Rav Nachman. Tadam Gadol, Rav was saying how Rav Schorah is a, is a great fellow. Omelo, so Rav Nachman says, oh wow, if he's such a great fellow, so kshiyavu liadoch, aviyayu liadi. So, the next time you see Rav Schorah, bring him to me. Havale nidra le meishra, so Rav Schorah taka had a vow that needed, um, annulling. Also, the kamid Rav Nachman, so he came to Rav Nachman, omelay, noda tadaita dohachi, so Rav Nachman says to Rav Schora, when you made the vow, did you, was it, you know, was it, uh, uh, you know, do you, do you still, uh, like, agree with the rationale for making that vow? Are you still into it? So I'm in, he says, yeah. in, zimnin. And Rav Nachman asked him a few times, like, wait, you know, do you still kind of intend, uh, uh, you know, if you knew then what you know now, would you still have made the vow? And he said, yeah, and this happened several times. So Rav Nachman, so Rav Nachman got kind of upset because like on the one end, he's trying to help him annul his vow. On the other end, he's sort of sticking to his guns and saying, yeah, I mean, I'm intentionally making this vow. So Rav Nachman says, go to your porch. Nafak, so Nafak of Schorah. 
So Schor left, Ufasach Pischel and Afshe, and he made his own opening to annul the vow. Rebbe Omer, Ezui Derech Yishoshi Yovelo Adam, and if Schor says, look, the Mishnah Pekiyovah says that, says Rebbe, that what is the straight path that a fellow should take in life? Anything that is beautiful for the fellow who does it, as well as for other people. And now that Amir of Nachman upset, I definitely didn't make a, a vow uh, uh, with you know with the intention to make Rav Nachman upset. So Vishar the Nafshes he permitted the vow because clearly um, you know it led to a outcome that he would not have desired. Had a vow that he wanted to annul. Also, the so he came before the rabbis. and they said to him, "Know that the are you still into this vow?" Amr in, he says, "Yeah." This happened several times, right? Like, are you still into this vow? And he kept on saying, "Yes." And the rabbis were like very, uh, they didn't know what to do. They were, I don't know. They were, Something wasn't right with the rabbis and they kept on moving from the sun to the shade and the shade to the sun. Something wasn't right. So Amalei, Botnis Bred Abishol ben Botnis, so Botnis, the son of Abishol ben Botnis, says to Rabshim Berebi, Minoda Tadaita the Messiah Rabbon Mutulu Shim 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 Shilatula. When you made that vow, did you make the vow with the intention, you know, with knowing that it was going to lead to the rabbis being like uncomfortable and keep on moving around from the sun to the shade, the shade to the sun? Amalei, Vishayu. So he says, No. Uh, no, I definitely would not have wanted to create a situation where the rabbis are kind of like, you know, distracted and put in an uncomfortable situation. Um, so, so based on the, so he's saying that he would not have made the vow if he had known what it would cause to the rabbis and, and that was therefore enough to annul the vow. Rabbi Yossi had a vow to annul. Also the Kamayi Abundant came for the rabbis. They said to him, know that the day to the and they said to Yishmael Rabbi Yossi, did you make a vow, you know, like, uh, you know, are you still into this vow? Amalu in. He says, yeah. Amalu in. And then, and the same kind of thing happened if several times. You're still into the vow? Yes. Came the Chaza, how Katsura, 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 When a certain launderer saw what was going on, the Mitzayir Abanan, that the rabbis were getting sort of you know, it was difficult for the rabbis, this, this dialogue, so he hit Rabbi Shmuel Babiosi with a, um, a, a launderer's sprinkler. Amr, Adaita, Demachili Katsra, Lo Nodri. To which Rabbi Shmuel Babiosi said, well, I didn't make a vow, uh, with the knowledge that I was going to be hit by a launderer with his sprinkler. Vishayi Lenafshe, and he, he annulled the vow. This is Nolod. He couldn't have possibly known at the time that he made the vow that he was going to be smitten by the um, sprinkler of a launderer, right? Nolod, friends. Do you remember Nolod from the beginning of Mesech Tebeah? That Nolod is uh, something that sort of comes, uh, is born. So now this is something that sort of came after the fact, and therefore, um, when when Rabbi Shmuel Yossi made the vow, he couldn't have possibly made that vow, thinking that that it could have led to a situation where some guy was going to come by and hit him. So Vitanina, we learn in a uh, Mishnah, Ein Poschin Lobinolat that you can't use like Nolat, something that just kind of emerged on its own 
as an opening to a vow. So Omalek Hailav Nolaru, to which Ravina responds to Vachmirti and he says that no, this is not Nolad, it's not unexpected, it's not something that's, that could have been, that there's no way that it could have been anticipated. Because um, there are often people that are uh, looking to give a hard time to rabbis. There's different ways you can understand this, but like, you know, there the, are the people who are waiting for rabbis to mess up and give them a hard time. And therefore, he saw that Rabbi um, Babiosi kind of uh, was was giving the rabbis a hard time. And he, um, so this guy came and uh, we kind of saw the situation that was happening with Rabbi Babiosi And this guy just kind of came and hit Rabbi Babiosi And therefore, Rabbi Babiosi could have known that uh, there are people who, I don't know, hit other people when there are rabbis involved. And therefore, he couldn't know that this could have happened. And therefore, it's not no lud, and that's why, um, you know, when he reflected upon the situation and said, well, I wouldn't have made a neder uh, if I would have known that I would have been hit by a fellow, so then it was enough to make an opening. So Abaye's wife had a daughter. Who am I? Now Abaye said, Likrivoy, he. Not Likrivoy. So, so Abaye said, I want our do- I want this, I want uh, your daughter to marry my relative. And then she says, no, I want my daughter to marry my relative. Now, nobody asked her, the girl. So Abai says to his wife, he says, look, you're not going to get any benefit from me if you marry off your daughter to your relative and not mine. Uh, but she didn't care. She went and married off her daughter to her relative anyways. Also, the comment of Yosef's now, Abaye is a little stuck because he had told her that um, that uh, she can't get any benefit from him if she marries off her daughter to her relative and then she went and did that anyways. So now he now he, he's stuck because now she can't get any benefit from him but he doesn't actually want that. So also, the comment of Yosef, so he comes before Yosef to annul the vow. So if Yosef says to Abai, well, if you knew that she was actually going to go ahead and marry off her daughter to her relative nonetheless, um, would you have uh, made this vow? So Amr, lo. So Abai says, no, I wouldn't have. Vishari of Yosef. So if Yosef permitted, annulled the vow. But can you just do this? I mean, it's kind of, it's a funny situation right <laughs> Abai says look if you marry your daughter to your relative so then you can't get any benefit from, from any benefit from me and then she went ahead and did it and now Abai says oh no I didn't know that she was actually going to do it so Rav Yosef says well if you didn't know that she was actually going to do it then that's an opening to annul the vow but now we're questioning can you just do that can you make a vow and then like when 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 you actually have to act upon it because it was violated you just like magically say oh yeah well it, it doesn't really exist in the first place right meaning he's saying to her if you marry your like what's the point of a vow if it just falls apart like yeah i guess what's the point of the vow right he says to her if you marry off your daughter to your relative you can't get any benefit from him from me she married off her daughter to a relative she violated his vow that he made so she shouldn't be able to get benefit from him now he's saying oh no but i didn't think she was actually going to do it I don't know, isn't it like a tough luck kind of situation? Like, you shouldn't have said it to begin with if you didn't actually think, right, if you weren't actually serious about it. So we say, nope, nonetheless, in, yes, it, it, it's okay. 
He could just say, look, I didn't think she was actually going to do it. There was a story with a certain fellow, that he made a vow uh, that uh, his wife shouldn't go uh, uh, to the, to the, for the festival in Jerusalem. And she never, nonetheless went to celebrate the festival in Jerusalem. The fellow came before Biosi. And Rabbi says to the fellow, he says, look, well, if you would have known that she was going to be Olorego, would you have made the vow? And he said, no. Rabbi says, well, in that case, uh, don't worry about the vow. It's very interesting that it sounds like you could basically make a vow. And then if it doesn't work out and now you actually have to like, you know, pay up, so to speak, you can just say like, wait, but I didn't think that it was actually going to come to a situation where I would have to pay up. And like, oh, okay, well, in that case, it's super interesting. It's really interesting. Yeah, super interesting. Anyways, friends, that was the Chof something of Mesech Nedorm. Chof Beis, Mesech Nedorm. Yes, we learned about... like getting angry and how like you shouldn't do that. And then we learned an important statement from Rav in the name of Rav Nachman that Talach is poskum bacharoto that um, we can give space for somebody to regret making a vow and that will annul it. And also that uh, we can annul vows to the God, uh, oaths to the God of Israel. And then we talked about different uh, ways of finding openings for um, vows. Uh, but the most interesting one being, I think. Uh, at the end there with Abaye and right that basically he made a vow that it, that uh, his wife can't get any benefit from him if she marries off her daughter to her relative she then violated that and married her daughter to her relative and now Abaye was like wait now what I didn't actually think she was going to do it and apparently that's acceptable to say well if you didn't think she was actually going to do it then we can annul the vow friends that was the Chavpez of Mesechta Nidarim I hope you enjoyed peace out